Hey guys, it's Essence and Renee. Welcome back to Hersel Speaks episode what up, what up? three. Hope you guys are good. Hope winter isn't killing you guys, you know, yeah. if you're over here in Toronto. Anyways, welcome back. Um, we're here to chit-chat with you guys, you know, a little That's bit. Good. Yeah. So, okay, let's start off with Hersel Sings. We want to share a song with you guys, song of the week, song that we've been loving. Um, so we spoke about loving music throughout these episodes mm-hmm. and you know, loving music doesn't mean you just love one type of music. Yes. You know, I just want to let you guys know. So, Versatile. You know, we, we like different things out here, okay? So my song is um, by Mercy Me. And okay, so they're more like, sure. yeah, they're more like alternative. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I really like them. They're so refreshing. And the song that I'm sharing with you guys today is called Welcome to the New. And it's literally like a Monday morning wake up song. Okay. It's so like upbeat and so fun. And it's basically just like talking about like, welcome into christianity and this great life and it's just mm. so you know happy and lovely so check it on the spotify check it on the youtube wherever you listen to your tracks welcome to the new by mercy me i'm gonna have to check that one out my song for this week is by evan and iris and it's called be all right i just love them i'm recently just i'm a recent discovery mm-hmm, mm-hmm. discoverer of it and um i just love the vibe their vibe is and they're from the UK, right? I actually don't know. I think they're from the they UK. Are, that's cool. Yeah, I think they're from the UK. What's the song called again? Be Alright. Be Alright. I have to yes, write, that, write down. that one down. It's good. Yeah, writing that down. Evan and Eris, Be Alright. Welcome to the new Mercy Me. Those are your songs for the week. So enjoy. Enjoy. All right, guys. So we have a game this week. And I made the game up. Um, and so don't look for it. Um, okay. <laughs> don't, don't Pinterest it. It's Basically, not there. It's called now or later. And I'm going to read off a couple of scenarios and Essence is going to have to tell me if it's going to be something she would do now or later. And if you're listening, you can go ahead and take note of which ones you would do and then just shoot us a DM via Instagram and let us know. All right. So first one, return a phone call. Ooh, honestly... Honestly, I'm gonna do that. Honestly, I'm gonna be. I'm most likely gonna do that later. Yeah. Because if I missed it, it was probably for a reason. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm just not one of those people who feel very like, oh, I have to return your call right now. Me. Like, if it's important, you leave a message or you text me. I'm just. I'm yeah. Like, yeah. One hundred percent. Okay. Next one. Write a spoken word. Oh no. Yeah. This is a little <laughs> bit personal. That question just for. Oh no. Okay. You know what? So for spoken words, um, I write them now mm-hmm. but for y'all it seems like later you yeah. know what i'm saying so it's kind of like um i i i was actually talking to your husband about this the other day and he was saying like i'm i don't really sit down and write songs anymore because it's it's so overproduced and yeah. like so forced so usually for spoken word like god drops it in my spirit and then i like yeah. get like a like as soon as you're inspired, you kind of write. Exactly. Yeah. Then I so I have and I have to do it right now at that okay. moment. Write it in my phone wherever I am. I have to do it right then in that moment. Makes sense. Yeah. All right. Next one. Follow up on a new convert. Now. Yeah, that's a definite now because you know when you're working with new converts or people who are new to church, like the immediacy of your response yeah. is very crucial. Yeah, like it's you, urgent. Yeah, you have to you have to do that now. And I, I realize whenever there's people I don't know or people who like. I'm like, yeah, mm, I'll, they like by the time it's next week, they forgot they came and That's they true. don't even care. They don't come anymore. Yeah, so whatever. Yeah, so I definitely know. Okay, cool. Uh, make dinner. 
I make dinner later. I'm, I don't, I'm not, some people are like, oh my gosh, my house is clean. My dinner's made. My laundry's done. It's 12 PM. Yeah. I'm not that girl. Yeah, um, yeah. I just believe in prioritizing. And so like, if my husband's not going to be home until six, I'm not going to make the food at two. I'm just not, I'm huh, not. Yeah. Okay. I, I prefer Yeah. I just prefer to be like fresh. Number one, okay. like, you know, depending on what it is, but also too, I just feel like they're, there's a difference between like important and urgent. Yeah, I so, have that complex too. But yeah, also those times where I'm like, I'm up right now. I I just nursed. It's five o'clock in the morning. True. I'm just gonna do uh, it so I don't have. I've done it a couple times because then I have no like dire obligation yeah. for the rest of the day. Yeah. And because I like to kind of loafed a yeah, little bit. Yeah, that's true. It just helps. I think that if I feel like doing it now, like there's certain aspects depending on what kind of dinner you're cooking, you mm-hmm. can prepare it earlier. So yeah. if I know I'm making rice and chicken, I don't mind making the rice in yeah. advance or spicing up the chicken the day yeah. before. The past is a no. Yeah. Noodles you're right. Fresh them before they thing, get sticky. Damn thing there, right? So depending yeah, on what it is, yeah, that is true. It, you know, yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, go out with your friend. In the grand scheme of my life, Girl, if you don't say one of I, I, I don't know because sometimes I'm at home and my friends are like, hey, you want to go do this? I'm like, yeah, like, let's just go. Like, let's yeah. just do it now. But, but like at, nine times out of 10, are you the get up and go or are you the let me plan it? I'm, like, a, no. I'm a planner. Yeah. I'm going to. Yeah. It's no, more it's so. It's more. Yeah. yeah. It's going to plan. Okay. Yeah. Later. I guess later. Uh, okay. What about this one? My husband irks my soul, spirit, mind when he does this later but um get gas i get gas now okay and thank I'm you very passionate yes. about it i yes. i'm so happy you wrote that down because i i'm bless him i'm just gonna preface <laughs> it by saying bless him but like i can't we can't get into the car sunday morning with yes. 15 minutes on the clock you talking about we don't know if we ain't got enough gas to yeah, get yeah. there no oh, so i'm literally the type like the night before, mm-hmm. I'm like two days from now. Yeah. I'm going to this event. I'm gonna put gas yeah. in the car. Mostly too because we're stay-at-home moms. We don't drive out our gas as yeah, much as like exactly. our husbands do. But like I don't like to hop into the car and need to fill gas. Like it is a pet oh, peeve not like of that. mine yeah. to know that the gas light is on when I just start the car. Yes. I'm like no, no, we're not doing that. Like if it's up to me, I'm filling my car like a half a tank. Yeah, yeah. Just because. Yeah. I just don't want it to get there. It's annoying. It's the risk. I'm not about that type of risk. No, I agree. Um, all right. And last one. Listen to your fave podcast. I'm going to listen to my favorite podcast right now. Her Soul Speaks. I'm going to listen to it right and now. so are you. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. No, I like listening to podcasts as I do things around the house. So yeah. I usually put them on and then wash my dishes or even sometimes like when I play soccer with my son in the house or yeah. I just like to have it on the background. So yeah. I'm not like super bored by whatever, like, you know, game we're playing. Makes so sense. It's a no. I like it. All right, guys. So getting into our, our topic of the day, um, some of our listeners, I don't know if you li- if you watch the NBA, if you like sports, if you like basketball, I do, Renee does. And um, there's this thing kind of going around right now called load management. Yes. And it's some people are annoyed by it. Some people don't really care. But <laughs> if you don't know what it is, load management is basically like when a basketball player, namely Kawhi Leonard, mm-hmm. um, used to be Raptor but anyways you know we're not we're not thinking personal like you know he gave us a win and that's all but um basically Kawhi is not playing in every single game yeah he's choosing to sit some games out so that way he can like rest his body heal and he did have some like um in the problems with injuries in the past but um so they're basically saying like okay well let's not put the whole load on him let's 
you know, even him out so he won't play some back-to-back games and certain things like that. Essentially trying to, like, secure the spot for the playoffs. Pretty much. Don't kill off the preseason. This season, like, this part of the... Exactly. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter as much. And so, you know, people like Kobe and, you know, those OG basketball players are like, what was load management? Like, I don't play... You we get paid we to play. play and we play all the time and we want to play and we yeah. don't want to sit out. So, you know, load management um, for us and our, and our lives is basically like balancing life, yeah. balancing mommyhood, being a wife, ministry, you know, self-care, balancing all of these different things that yeah. we do. So I kind of think like um, when people look at it on the outside, it's kind of like, Oh, load management if you're soft for an NBA player. But yeah. at the same point in time, there's a reason why yeah, you no, have to sure. load important. manage. Yeah. I mean, let's not get into why Kawhi is doing it and whether or not I think it's important. Because <laughs> yeah. But I think as a Christian, it's important to um prioritize things in your life and to just kind of set some things up so that you can be productive and that you can be an effective Christian. I think there's nothing worse than someone who names the name of Christ, but they never have time for him. They, you know what I mean? Mm. They're, they have a certain job with certain hours and they never, they never even try to make, you know what I mean? Like, I don't think Christianity is a part of your life. It is your life and everything right. else is a yeah. part of it. That's good. You know what I mean? That's so, a good point. Yeah. Yeah. I think Super that, good. I think that, um, it's funny because I even think about when I was a more new convert before mm-hmm. my mom knew that like Christianity was a thing for me. And she'd be like, you're going to church again. Yeah. Wait, you're going to church again wait, you're going to church again? And I'm like, well, yeah, like we have service three times a week, twice on Sundays, once on Wednesdays, yeah. shout out to church 180. <laughs> um, you know, and so I'm a, I'm going to go, like, yeah. I want to be, you want to give yourself to things that you're going to be, that you want to be invested in, that you yeah. want to be better at. It's almost like, um, signing up for university and not going to your lectures. Like you're yeah. trying to learn, you're trying to get exactly. something out of it. Um, so, um, for me, it was like, yeah, I have school. And my mom would always remind me, you have school, yeah. you have to go clean your room or, you know, whatever. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, like I said before, some things are important, but some things are urgent. Yeah. And I think as Christians, sometimes we get those things in balance. Like yeah. when you think about um, things that are, that are urgent, they have to happen now. Like they right. have to happen right now. Yeah. Things that are important, you need to do them, but they don't necessarily need to happen now. So exactly. things that are urgent, like praying, like reading, reading. those things, they're not just important, like they have to be done. Yeah. But then when we start to put those things in the back and start to say, well, I also have to sweep the floor or yeah. I also have to take out the garbage or I also have to listen to this podcast or whatever, yeah. like, you know, that's when our priorities kind of get um, out of line. But I think too, as moms and as people who are married and not only just moms, dads and people who have um, single people who have things going on in their life. You have work, you have church, you have friendships, you have your daughter, you have school sometimes. Like how as a Christian can you manage all of those things? I think number one, as I was saying, urgent and important, but also remembering um, how to just practically manage your day. Like there's not everything is super, super spiritual. You have to pray for five hours. And then when you're done, then I, God releases you to the rest of the world. Like some things are just really practical, go to bed on time, you know, things like that. So like, what kind of like practical things that you do you do to like manage your day? Um, I think it's important to kind of have a little bit of a goal of some sort Mm. for the day. I think we are, um, you know, purpose created creatures. And so we need to walk each day with some type of purpose. And so even if it's as small as I'm going to wake up, I'm going to pray, I'm going to read, I'm going to make sure that I 
make dinner, um, that I do something that's educational with my kids and boom, that's it. Mm-hmm, but right. at least I have something that is set out. You're hitting on day. some key things. Exactly. Like, yeah. And so I think those are really important to do, um, for yourself when it comes to, let's just say ministry, how do you prioritize, prioritize <laughs> your life, um, around ministry? I, so, um, some years back, I remember being in like seven ministries at one time. And I was like, how did this happen? Mm -hmm. You know, some ministries were less time consuming. Some Mm -hmm. I only needed to give myself to when I was at church. And then, but then there's some that you need to take home with you and, you know, prepare or whatever. And I remember thinking to myself, like, I'm in too many ministries. And I think some people can be like, well, you know, the more busy you are, the less time for the devil and the more this, but it was like, no, because now like this is taking away from my home life. This is taking away from like other things that I need to be doing. And you like realistically can't do everything perfect when you have so many things on your plate. So um, for ministry, first of all, I don't take on ministry that I don't think that I can balance in, in, you know, with everything. But at the same point in time, I do ministries that, I'm passionate about and that I love and don't feel like you're laboring. You know, at the end of the day, ministry is a service and you're serving people and ultimately you're serving God through the ministry and glorifying him through those things. But if you're doing a ministry that you're just doing because like sister so-and-so asked you to do it or brother so-and-so said, oh, well, you're good at this. You should just join. Then it's always going to feel like a labor. It's always going to feel like a task, you know? So for ministry, like for the most part, number one, I enjoy it. So I don't really feel like it's anything. And number two, I just integrate it as a part of my life. I just say, okay, how can I make, um, let's say worship practice, for example, just a part of my life. How can yeah. I fit it in? And if it doesn't fit in, then it, I can't do it. Yeah, like it just doesn't happen. And like we have Christmas choir that's happening right now. Yeah. And it, Christmas choir is always a pretty busy time of year, but at the same time, yeah, my plate might be kind of full now, but I know it's going to pass. And then you have to know as well, right? It's a season. Exactly. Like saying, there are some yeah. seasons where it's like, you can do so much more. Like I know for myself, um, when I was single, um, things were different, right? Like my priorities were make sure that I go to school. Um, I went to university. I had to make sure that I went to work um, for, the I think, like two years during university that I had a job. And then things for church. I didn't have to come home and do very much. Um, obviously maybe make my bed, whatever, but I, I wasn't really killing myself with laundry, yeah, folding clothes, kids, you know what I mean? Cooking like, dinner. So those types of things, I feel like when you don't have more to your load just for your personal life, yeah. home life, yeah, that is a perfect time to give yourself to the things of God. That's you, true. You know what I mean? Like it's harder to pick up an instrument right now than it was yep. five, six, seven years ago yep. for myself. You know what I mean? Like I gave myself to certain things then so that now I don't I'm not necessarily learning a new instrument but I can play it because of the time that I took exactly it's like a rollover it's like and that's kind of like it reminds me of um in school like in elementary school you have to learn certain things and then when you go to middle school they just add on those things you've already learned when you go in high school you know they teach you those things in grade nine and it just adds on in grade 10 it's nothing like really new 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 that you're learning it's always just like a stepping stone from what you've already done and so I that's why I feel like single years are so important like people are just trying to like get married out here because they feel like oh you just have a boyfriend for life yeah nah that's so far from the truth it's so not as glamorous as it looks on the outside yeah um because there's so many pros of being single and I think in singlehood is where like the ministry thrives, like literally yeah. ministries and church, like filled, like the drama team was just filled with single people. Like it was just 
They're single everywhere. Too. And it's not to say that when you get married or if you get saved when you're married and have children and all these things that you can't give yourself to the things 100%. of God. But it's like, if you are saved now and you are single, take advantage because the more things that God blesses you with and puts in your life, he wants you to be able to to use it for his glory. And it doesn't yeah. really glorify him if you can't get anything done. At you all. I mean? Yeah. It, it's, it's one of those things where, um, you know, Paul talks about in the Bible, like, he wishes that people were single. Like, mm-hmm. I wish you guys were single so more of you guys can serve. Yeah. But realistically, when you become married, then that's just a new responsibility that you have to take on. And then when you have kids, that's just a new responsibility that you have to take on. And naturally, like load management, some things have to go, some things you bring yeah. on. And as other things, you know, get brought on, then some things have to be less, less you know, lower on your priority list. Exactly. So um, a lot of people like to talk about balance and like, balancing life as a mom and as a wife and how you how you balance it all mm-hmm. and uh some I don't remember where I heard the quote but someone was saying like I don't balance life because realistically not everything's going to be balanced yeah. sometimes in life you're being a mom is just going to be like so much more yeah. at the f- forefront right now like when you have a teenager they're going yeah. through things you have mm-hmm. to go to the school that's just going to be where your life is at that yeah. time it doesn't mean that that has to be equal with um you know, uh, your friendships or equal with whatever. That's just where it's happening right now. And then as your kids become more um, self-sufficient, they start Mm -hmm. going to school, then maybe you're more putting more effort into like dinner and date nights and things like that because you have a little more time or maybe you're thinking of more ministry ideas. So, you know, when people talk about like balancing life, like I just want everyone to think about what that means. It doesn't mean everything has to be on a level playing field. It just literally means put priority where things need to be put in priority at yeah. that time in your life and that season. And that brings me to the question of like, what is, I guess the ideal hierarchy of life? Like where should things go? Because I think when people know where things go, it's easier for them to just navigate. Yeah, period. I that's mean, good. I think Jesus is number one. 100%. Like, that's on the top, 100%. right? 100%. But then where do other things um, follow outside of your relationship with God? Okay. So relationship that reminds me of um in psychology in school Maslow's hierarchy of needs yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah so obviously god number one yeah that's just self-explanatory and if it's not then i'll just explain it real quick yeah. um at the end of the day that's your lifeline yeah that's who you fall back on it's like you can't survive without water like exactly. literally you cannot you cannot survive without god as a christian yeah or just you're just not going to be one anymore yeah, yeah, yeah. um after that it's it's white it's being a wife okay. um yeah. for me because um I kind of just, you know, the way I look at it is almost like the way things happened in your life is like the hierarchy. Okay. So I feel like you became a Christian first, mm-hmm. then then you became a wife. Sometimes not always in the order and that's okay. But just, you know, I think being a wife comes next and then being a mom comes after that. Yeah. Not because being a mom is less important, but you have, in order to be a good mom, you have to have a strong relationship with your spouse and with Christ. Because at the end of the day, people always talk about after kids leave the nest, yeah. The couple realizes they ain't got nothing in common no more. Yeah, they realize that they've devoted, like, who are you? yeah, they've devoted eighteen to twenty years or whatever of their lives into these kids. The kids go now onto university or they move out with roommates, mm-hmm. and now it's just you and your spouse left over. And you've realized you've, I don't want to say wasted, but you've just distracted yourself so much with the kids that you never gave enough time with your spouse. Yeah, and you just realize you have nothing in common. But also too. You're setting um, an example for your kids on what marriage is supposed to look like, on what a healthy relationship is supposed to look like. So I would say that. And then after that, I would say like 
you know, friendships and ministry all kind of like merge. If I don't know if I'm missing like any topics, but all of those kind of merge into like the last yeah. bottom category for me because I think through ministry you build friendships. Yeah. Friendships inspire you to join ministry. Um, those other things being um like a daughter, you know, you check up on your mom, check up on your dad, yeah. those kinds of things work. Yeah, I guess you can put work maybe like maybe one above, kind of just depending. I'm not sure. Because <laughs> you got to survive, right? Like, you have to work. That's true. But it's also another practical. Yeah, that's like, yeah. you know, um, but not everyone works. So I guess it kind of just depends. But I don't know. How would you, what order would you put them in? Um, I'm pretty much, yes, right there with you. Pretty much the same, Jesus, right? Um, so my family, like my marriage, obviously my household, kids are all up in that. And then everything else just kind of follows. How do you feel about people? So I was watching this talk show and it was talking about in different cultures, how they place, um, important. Okay. I'll just explain it. (laughs) Or I'll just ask you if you're at, let's say a fellowship or like a dinner, who do you serve first in terms of the plate? You're making a plate. Do you make a plate for Landon and Owen first? Do you make a plate for Janoy first? Mm -hmm. Or do you make a plate for, you know, your grandmother, your mom, if they're in the room? Who, okay. who do you make up or yourself realistically and let's not talk about because Landon and Owen are like two and like five months like let's just say like they're because they're kids yeah just in general um I do I serve my husband first mm-hmm. but he will normally ask me to like oh like just go get something for Landon like he'll mm-hmm. ask me to mm-hmm. pitch that he said um yeah. So pretty, you would, you would serve him first, but then by default you serve the kids first kind of thing? Kind of, yeah. Just because I know that like he won't start eating or anything like that until yeah. they're fed and like, all right. Cause it's kind of like, they're going to be a distraction anyways. Yeah. Like, get them settled. Or so it was funny because on the show, the ladies, different cultures were seeing different things. Mm-hmm. So, um, there's a black girl, two black women mm-hmm. and they were saying, well, the kids, okay. I, I always cover my kids first. This yeah. is not a Christian talk show, by the way, you guys, but it's just whatever. Some women talking about it. And they were like, I just, my kids, like my kids come first. Yeah. I'm going to serve my kids at all times first. Yeah. And then the Spanish girl was like, my, my man comes first. I'm going to always make sure that he's <laughs> taken care of. I'm going to serve him. And then the Asian one was like, no, out of respect, I always serve the elders first and yeah. everyone else comes after. Yeah. So I found that really interesting how like, you know, people choose to prioritize yeah. those things because it doesn't necessarily mean one person is more important than the other or yeah. whatever. But I find that interesting. I think for me, like, um, I think it's pretty much the same answer as you, except I would just, I'm the J out of like, you know, me and Gabriel, I'm like the more organized one. So I'm more like, I'm going to get to buy a plate. Then I'm going to get you a plate. Tell me what you want. Write it down. Text it to me. I'm going to be in the line. Like I'm just kind of more like that. But realistically, like I can't sit down and eat in peace and he can't sit down and eat in peace unless Tobias is is served served. and so and if he starts eating first and then Tobias then Tobias is going to be like asking him for his food and like whatever um so probably that but yeah I found that pretty interesting that is interesting yeah so how does self-care come into all of this because I feel like Mm -hmm. as a Christian people kind of low-key judge you if you like take time for yourself or you know oh you're not cooking today you're not cleaning today you're not doing a ministry you're not starting a new sewing ministry today (laughs) and and you say you're taking a bath with a candle in there it's like people are like self-care like that's like kind of frowned upon if you're not like thugging it out in ministry and sweating and busyness and whatever it seems like you're not doing every single thing yeah yeah i think that the biggest misconception about like 
work and being so involved is that if you're so involved, that means you are so right with God. Mm, um, right. You're not always. There's been seasons of my life where I was doing a lot and my prayer closet was like cobwebs and whatnot. Because <laughs> Empty. at the end of the day, like I was just so busy, so caught up in what I was doing that I didn't really take time for who I'm doing it for. Right. And so That's I think true. that self-care as a Christian comes with your relationship with God first and foremost and then that's true that's how you kind of remain healthy and want to do other things for yourself because you know who made you 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 know what I mean you acknowledge yeah, that yeah and you're like I'm gonna take care of me so that I can be the best wife that I can be and if that means that I am you know gonna do my nails because my husband likes to see my nails done mm-hmm. then I'm gonna do, you know what I mean mm-hmm, and that's mm-hmm. what I'm gonna do like and not even just him like self-care for myself things that I like to do to upkeep myself. Um, And there are times when I don't upkeep myself because I'm focused on someone else. Right. Yeah. Uh That's just how it goes. Um, But I definitely think it's important to you put that, to have that in your life, to make sure you're taking care of yourself along the way because other people are watching you and they, I don't think it should be projected to the world that Christianity looks like, you know, struggle bus. And you know what I mean? Like, oh man, this isn't yeah. done, but like, you're just serving in the church. Yeah, and true, being true. faithful. And it's just like, no, but God created you and he wants you, you know what I mean? To enjoy like, life. Enjoy and life 100%. Yeah. And, and I think like, um, I think that in our society today, busyness is so glorified. Yeah. Like if you're busy, then you have it all together and you have so many things on your plate. Oh my gosh, you're superwoman. How are you doing everything? Like mm. everything at once. And it's like a lot of the, a lot of the times those people are the ones who are struggling the most yeah. because they have so many things that they need to do and accomplish that they have to always be reminding you that they have yes. to do them. You know what I'm saying? Do what you need to do and just get it done. Like at the end of the day. Yeah. And sometimes like you're not always going to have it all together. Like yeah, that exactly. is okay. Sometimes like guys, I haven't announced it on the podcast yet, but I am pregnant. Yeah, I am expecting, you know, she got a bun in the oven or whatever. <laughs> and like le- legit, I've been sick for two months straight, yeah. like actually. And so I, I'm a type A personality kind of person. And so I wake up and then, you know, I do what I can and then I feel sick and I have to go sit down. And I'm like literally staring at my house like this cannot be happening. Like I should be doing something right now. But realistically, I'm like, I I can't. I I need to slow down. I need to drink some water, pop a vitamin B6 pill (laughs) and relax because I can't get it all done. And it kind of challenged my my psyche a little bit yeah. to be like okay essence like your house is it's okay dirty. to slow down like for a second. how do you feel about exactly. that like i just have to, have to text my husband and be like pick up something to eat because yeah. it's not because everything makes me want to throw up at exactly. this point you know and and i had to be okay with that mm-hmm. because that that's just that's just a season that's just where exactly. i am and sometimes that's just what's gonna happen your kid is gonna be doing the most and that's just it or sometimes you and your husband are gonna be on a high but your kid is gonna be in the same diaper all day yeah. or something and that's just it is yeah it is what it is sometimes but I found out for me what what I loved and what I had to stop because I was getting so sick early on in my pregnancy was um getting up earlier in the morning Mm -hmm. and having time for myself yeah and time for myself included quiet time with God and um I was just able to wake up before my household sit down pray drink tea sometimes literally just sit there in silence yeah and just reflect and think about okay what am I do what am I going to do today what do I have you know here there write down a list of you know all the things I had to do write down my prayer list pray yeah. listen to music 
And for me, like just taking time for myself is like self-care in and of itself. Yeah. But then I also just felt leveled for the day. Yeah. Prayed. I read. I felt full. God spoke to me. We're good. And then I could carry on with my day. Yeah. So I feel like if you're someone who maybe on a practical level, I guess we can share like practical things that we do. But on a practical level, if you feel like one of those people like me where you just don't have enough time in the day to get yeah. everything, like try your best to go to bed a little bit earlier and wake up a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. So if you can give yourself uh, 30, 30 minutes to an hour to just have some me time where you can sit down, have some time with God, chill out, it sets an amazing tone for the rest of your day. Like just yeah. a really good tone. And sorry, as you were speaking, like a scripture came to me and I had to look it up. So it's Psalm um, 104 verse 19. It says, he made the moon to mark the seasons. The sun knows it's time for setting. And it's just kind of like... Mm. There are, you know, there are seasons for a reason. Yep. And the reason why God put the moon in the sky at the time that he exactly. did is because sometimes you just need to like 100 percent notch. You know what I mean? Like 100. do what you need to do. And then there has to be some time for rest. There has to be some time where you, um, you know, you just reflect and take care of yourself. Yeah. Because you are the most important instrument that God can use. 100 percent. Do you have like practical tips or like productivity apps or things uh, that you okay so we're gonna go to the personality <laughs> thing again right quick because she's tapping all over it um i am a p oh and gosh. what that means is um i don't do nothing okay. <laughs> um, but no they're just when i'm passionate about something i will make sure that everything is yep. ready for working you all know what in. i mean like it's just gonna be like to the point where you might be annoyed because like okay like you're going in a little bit too much um, but then there are other things that are necessary, <laughs> but not necessarily on my priority list because I don't like them. So <laughs> like cleaning, I love a clean house, but sometimes when it gets Get it to done. mess, yeah. I'm like, bro, I don't know where to start. Yeah. So I'm just not going to start. Yeah. Like, it's, just, it's a very weird thing. And I know that my husband's listening like, yes, yes. <laughs> so you know then. But when it's clean, it is clean. Don't drop nothing. Don't walk in here. Um. So I, I don't really have an app. I don't. <laughs> I like, mean, I don't have an app for cleaning too. I, I mean, I was looking for one. I couldn't find yeah, one. I didn't the most really productive like them, app but... I have is probably the version, my Bible app. Um, <laughs> because, yeah, I, I just don't. Like, I just, that's not I me. I was like, looking for I a tried. real app. <laughs> Sorry, you're not going to find one with me. Like, I tried the planner thing. <clears throat> Excuse me. And there's so many planner brands oh. that I absolutely love. Oh. because aesthetically I am that person. Yes. Like, I just love the way they She's look. like an artist, love. guys. She's like, she can draw. She got the color schemes going on. She'll decorate your planner. 100%. But. And that is exactly what I do when I get it. <laughs> I decorate it from January to March. And sometimes I even go all the way to December, but I don't write in it. Like, yeah, I know. Like, I just can't keep up because I just, I don't care to check it. <laughs> like, that's what it comes down to. It's hard. It's, it's so hard. But you know what? The weird thing is I was a really good student. I was a really good student. Like, and when it came to that, like, I was very organized with my planner for school. Mm. I just think I'm, maybe I'm just reward based a little bit. Maybe. I feel like, maybe. Like, okay, I can get something tangible out True. of this. Like, unfortunately, it's for a reason. Like, that's, the satisfaction of a clean house, like, right away, it's not enough. Isn't, isn't enough. <laughs> I don't know why. I wish, I wish it wasn't that way. I really wish it wasn't. But yeah, I'll probably write a song and interior design a uh, fake house on Pinterest before <laughs> I clean my real house. <laughs> but uh, I I love do that. You, do you have apps and I'm the opposite. things like that? Um, um, okay, oh you got a planner. I I do have a planner. I don't have I don't have productivity apps, 
the reason why is I'm more of like a book, like a pen and paper kind okay. of person. I just prefer to write things down. So I do have a planner and I get one every year. Um, I dropped off super heavy though, yeah. like three months ago cool. and I couldn't even find it, Wow. which yeah. It but was, then again, like you were moving and all that stuff too, right? I was so. moving and then I got pregnant and she was sick and she, it was a lot she that was happening that. to she her. So that's time. why she ain't even talking about herself or her name. <laughs> um, but there was a lot happening. So I just kind of whatever, but I find that my life literally unravels when I don't use my planner. I'm literally, really? I'm like frantic. I'm like, I can't, what, what was I supposed to do today? What time was I supposed mm. to wake up? Like I literally need to sometimes like write down, wake up at blah, blah, blah. Yeah, like yeah. I need to write certain things down because like it just, yeah. I'm starting to now use my um, calendar, like Google calendar okay. and put like my appointments and stuff in there just because it's kind of easy as someone tells you, you have your phone on you. Yeah. But at the end of the day, I take all of them and I just, put them all in my planner at the end of the day. Um, but I do have some apps if you guys are interested, like just not even really like productivity, but I use, if you're a social media person, social media influencer, I strongly, um, recommend that you get like some kind of planning app, like, um, preview or, um, what's the other one? Cannoli, planoli, sorry. (laughs) Cannoli is a, that's a dessert. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, planoli. I used to use that one too. Any of those kinds of apps that I really like it really, really helps you with your social media game if you are someone who's into that. Um, and then I think like just a note-taking app, like I have Evernote, which also now allows you to do voice notes in there as well. So you can voice note yourself and, um, you know, jot down things. Um, what else do I have in here? Um, yeah, not really actually any other planning apps that I see, like things that help me be productive, but not necessarily planning. So uh, I do have, um, for on a Christian no, I have some Christian apps that I like to use, and uh, She Reads Truth is one of them. Um, Love oh, God, such a good one. yeah, Love God Greatly is one that I've been liking these days too. And a lot of those apps give you daily readings and actually even daily reminders mm-hmm. that pop up and say, "Hey, like read your devotional today." And so, if you're looking for, you know, something that can help you, you know, remind you to stay on your reading plan. Even in the version app, you can put a reminder or notification. Yeah. So I, I encourage you guys to do that. But either way, like whatever works for you, find something that helps you to um, get through your day. And that could be writing things down. Sometimes that could just mean taking a break. Yeah. Um, but anything like that, that could help. So. so with those things being said, my quote for the day really, really ties into all of this and that's why Renee was laughing at me when I found it I was like oh the quote for the day though is gonna be lit um (laughs) because there's something about like Renee said earlier doing things that maybe you don't want to do or you don't want to do right now but things that are important you know like you always if you're married like you have to make time for your spouse guys if there's any guys listening you may not want to but like you have to you know or like moms sometimes you don't want to play with your kids but you should because it's going to help, you know? And so there's, there's, um, duty that comes with, you know, getting older, there's things that you just have to do. And so the quote for the day that I have is in doing your duty, you find your destiny. Nice. I know it's I like nice. That. And, um, a lot of people will downplay like serving in the nursery mm-hmm. or singing in the choir or being an usher or being in a cleaning ministry or fill in the blank of whatever it could be, or even just being a mom, not even just being a mom, it's not easy, but like being a mom or being a wife or being a friend, doing your duty, that's where you find your calling, just doing everyday things because people feel like, oh, I want to become this big person of God. I want to do, um, start this big ministry or this, you know, 
whatever. And it's like, just do the everyday things. Yeah. Read, pray, serve, do what you need to do, what God called you to do, what he says you should do in the Bible, what you, what he says you should do as a mom, as a wife, fill in the blank, and you will find your destiny. And I feel like so many so many people, like just everyday people, even you and I, like yeah. we found our gifts and our talents through just being, just serving in everyday yeah. things. Like um, in our church, we did concert scenes. And so we would do a concert and at first it just started off with, okay, I could sing a little bit and whatever. And I would just be faithful in that. And then all of a sudden I just realized, oh, like I can kind of do spoken word. I was writing a song and it turned into a spoken word. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I could like do spoken word. Like it was weird. I'd I'd never done that before. And I'm not saying that's my be all end all destiny of life, but like that kind of pushed me into something else and being able to um, test minister to other people in other facets. So I just feel like don't underestimate the small duties of life because in those places, that's where you're going to find your destiny. It's so true. And when you're doing those things, um, God will inspire you in ways that you never thought you could, you know what I mean? Like, there's certain things that you don't necessarily, not that you won't get, but you just get them so much faster when you're doing his work. Exactly, you know because I mean? you're, you're serving. You're, the exactly. you're active. Yeah, exactly. And that's when you find that, oh, like, all of a sudden, you know, this opportunity arises, or you know what I mean? There's this thing that I kind of want to start, or this ministry that I feel like I can, you know, work with. Even just being a mother, you might notice that, hey, like, I don't just like working with my kids. I think I like working right, with kids. Right, exactly. You know I mean? Or even things people can point out to you. Like, yeah. hey, Renee, like, I notice every time you come to a fellowship, like, you make some really good cupcakes. Like, you, sh- you should start something. Yeah. You should you should do that. Or and that's like, you can turn it into a business and you can ex- it. And there just, you, there I think that he go. gives you those talents. He gives you certain gifts so that you can use them, not just for his kingdom, but practically as well, right? And so. Yeah, 100%. At the end of the day, you're trying to thrive as a Christian. You're not just trying to survive. You're not just trying to, get up and do the same thing over like god does have a destiny and a purpose for every single person's life yeah and in in order to find that place or to find where you want to be or some people just say i want to be i want more i want to do more with god i want i want more of him just keep serving where you are and be sensitive and he'll show you where to go and what to do all right guys so we hope that you enjoyed this week's episode but before we go you already know you have to make sure that if you listen on Apple, that you rate, you comment, you follow. Yes. Spotify, same thing. Just follow. We can't really comment there. Um, and then Instagram is at Her Soul Speaks Podcast. So make sure to go there, show some love, like the pictures, leave comments, share what you loved about this week's podcast, and if you listen to this week's song of the week. Yes. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks for listening, guys. Bye. Bye.